to whom it may concern, Griffin, you you are a fraud. All this talk of I producing. I just responded to this. Shut I up. just dealt with the issue. All of all this talk of producing new content, we've been left in the dust. Bring back why your main sucks. I need more reading material for when I use the bathroom. Think about the fans, Griffo. Think about me and all the other bad melee and Corey in the house fans out there. I got, I got too much shit to do. I'm supposed to be... I'm writing an article. Look, guys, and... Stuff. Look, Jim Jam can attest to this. Writing is pretty hard. And also, <laughs> if you're lazy, it's even harder. Yeah, no doubt. And this guy, I did want to say, he said for when he's in the bathroom, he's talking about when he when he urinates, too. Because what he... I, I for my, In my estimation of what i know about him what he'll do is he'll wait for a few hours drinking you know several liters of water and then he will you know have to urinate for maybe 25 minutes straight <laughs> and then he'll just go to uh ma- to your blog right and the, uh that's when he when he gets his reading time in um you gotta make time is what i'm saying and that's how he does it <laughs> all right i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do it <laughs> all right so I, I have to admit I haven't listened to any podcast, so don't hold that against me. But yeah, wait, missed it. you haven't missed anything. One hundred percent, don't hold that against you. I actually think you're a better person for having not listened to us. We're coming um, with no expectations. That's the way to go. Yeah. Good. Um. So here we are, the Bad Melee Podcast, with a very special guest and a special time for all of us. We have Jim Jam Flim Flam on the space deck, um, and he's he's oh. here. It's no joke. He's literally. It's so cold on this deck. It's, <laughs> well, it's space. I told you it was going to be like this, and now Bring you're complaining. All that, but I mean, you know. So, you guys got to get one of those like heaters they have at restaurants when you sit outdoors. Yeah, you like one of the like big old. Yeah, I know exactly. Like a little, flame little tiki floor. heater in on, yeah. the, on the mm-hmm. space deck. In space. Do they have one of those at your pizza shack, Damien? <laughs> oh, I mean, just tons, man. I mean, we we practically make pizza on them sometimes. You know, and it gets a little too <laughs> too fiery in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was actually having a conversation with someone the other day about like how horrifying it would be to be depressurized in space because we were talking about that uh, Magic School Bus episode. <laughs> like, fuck that, dude! Oh, where Arnold is like on Pluto, or he gets some really shit. mad and he's like, "Fuck <laughs> this!" and takes <laughs> off his helmet. <laughs> I remember watching that in like third grade Earth Science and being like, "Did this fucker just kill himself because his cousin's a bitch?" It's terrifying. Hey, what, the f- dude. what world is this? Plot thickens, guys. That's I mean, that's what all TV is going to is those kind of endings. Was it graphic? I mean, did his head explode? <laughs> no, no it, it turned to ice. It turned and his yeah, like, like eyes turned black or something. <laughs> it's really fucked up, dude. It's it's horror There's a vine where some guys watching it and it's it's like this really loud guy's <laughs> watching it and he takes off his helmet. It's like, "Yo, he's fucking dead." <laughs> and it's like that's what we all thought when it happened. <laughs> and they like children. throw him onto a bus and he just falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this at is the supposed end, to be an educational show. At, at the end of the show, he just has cold like he's all sick like oh fuck i feel bad, well, so bad. What, what message Rem- is that sending like hey kids feel free to make rash like self-destructive decisions because you hate your relatives you'll just get a cold well rem- <laughs> remember i mean the show is supposed to be educational but don't forget there was a magic school bus so, yeah i mean like you have to suspend disbelief on within the school bus at least so i mean him his head thawing within the scope of the show 
Totally yeah, fair. Maybe that's what it. Given what that they have previously shrunk themselves down and lived in Arnold's anus for a little bit, I think yeah, it was for like 50, 50 years. Time <laughs> so moves differently when you're that small. Yeah, I think, I think the writers, yeah. the writers got a bit confused as to the direction of the show after a while. It was fifty know. years for them, but it was only like <laughs> it was one, like it was like that it was like from Narnia. It was like one from shit. One shit for him, but it <laughs> happened over the course of 50 years from their perspective. Hundreds of, dozens and dozens of shits that they had to de- just deal with and observe. Yeah, that was, that was the lesson. They're like, you know, <laughs> we're going to figure this out. But they, they really broke ground, actually, in, in that field. So uh, people don't give them enough credit for that. Miss Frizzle, by the way, totally fucks. You know she does. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On the show, off the show, still right now. 85, yeah, how old she is? I bet she's into pegging. Yeah, she's into weird shit. You know, she was like went to art school, but like dropped out and wears overalls on the weekends. Like you know, <laughs> guys, you know, you know, she's shrinking that bus down for another reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jim Jim, um, he actually he contacted me very very recently before the podcast and and, cri- and cryptically too, cryptically, and he said yeah. he had something to share with us and. What he's going to share. Um, actually, I'll just let you uh, explain. Go ahead. Uh, well, you guys, I think most people, it's kind of a not secret secret that I'm hugely into fan fiction. You know, I spend, I'll spend like three or four hours a day. Um, when I get home from work just to relax, I will just go onto fanfiction.net and just, I'll just immerse myself in those fictional worlds because, um, when you're you know you're into melee or you're into another game, you really you want to get as deep into it as you can. So I'm not I've never written a piece, but today I did write uh, my first uh, piece of fan fiction. So now let me ask you: Do you do you peruse all genres of fan fiction as far as games, or do you just stick to melee? No, I especially read I especially read things that I am no familiarity with the game or <laughs> okay. show or character because for me that is a truly kind of mind expanding experience these characters could be anybody i don't want to limit them to my own preconceptions about you know their characterhood in a novel or game or show or whatever and you know what good good on you let me just say yeah, for that's, doing that that's because a beautiful i feel like outlook Exactly. It's it's a it's a really limiting factor. The fan fiction community themselves, you know, have even stated, you know, the higher ups, if you will, in the community of fan fiction. I read yeah, a uh, fan I've fiction once where the uh, the the turtle skeleton from Super Mario, um, fuck dry bones. Yeah, dry bones. Yeah, yeah. The, I guess it, it's pretty. It's a good fan fiction, right? We for all. my high school creative writing class, we had to write fan fictions, which was about people fucking or uh, characters fucking. One kid did. That was, oh, and we nice, like had to share nice. a passage. It was, that was weird. I think <laughs> everyone kind of time. expected because we got in like one of those like big semicircles to share, and mine was about like the Hunger Games where like the mute mutation whatever the fuck they're called were Pokemon, which <laughs> was fucking sick. Mine was easily the best. Everyone else was a schlub, but uh, everyone knew because he he wore like one of those t-shirt button-ups that had flames on it all the time and so people just knew like guy fieri like the guy fieri (laughs) yeah but like but he was way more oily rather than (sighs) sticky like guy fieri so Uh, i I think he actually was guy fieri are you not sure are you sure that he didn't (laughs) it was actually it was a boy just boy fieri (laughs) (laughs) Fieri. son yeah Yeah, i think i could i could see all right you guys ever seen guy fieri not like in character just dressed as like a normal human being he's yeah he's a a black guy (laughs) he's a black guy It's so. <laughs> it's like he just the cameras come on. And it's just just like that. 
Yeah, he's like, turn those cameras up. Off. He's yeah. like, fucking Jesus, thank you. God, just make sure my name's in the check, all right? That's G-U-Y. Uh, I'm not going to Just go Google and... Guy Fieri normal for me so you can see. He looks like 13 cheeseburger Mario. <laughs> Back to the sauce. The boy, J-J-F-F, if I can call you that. I don't know if we're close enough yet, but I thought, you know. I'd push, I'd, I'd push it. Yeah, uh, uh, call me, call me JJFF. Yeah, JJFF is, I mean, you know, if you guys don't know, that's actually his birth name. Uh, so he just, he had to figure out, he actually, the acronym came first and then he came up with it's, his name. Afterwards. It's what's called, a, it's called a backronym. Yeah, yeah. A backronym, exactly. yeah. I, it is. I guess it's fucking amateur hour, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, when I was born, they thought of that, that term. So, <laughs> so I had to <laughs> like, put in a Hey, let's fucking word. do this. And here he is. <laughs> But he had a he had his story. I think we all love our tangents, so I'll just let him I'll let him start that if you want. No, start. that was great. So, I you know when you're writing a fan fiction is different. You should probably write about something you know. And you know what what do we know better than Smash Bros. Melee? Um, so, this is it's a Smash a Smash Brothers, if you will, fan fiction. And so in this piece, what I do is I just try to imagine some of our favorite characters being thrown into like real world real life situations as if they were interacting with real people okay mm-hmm. okay feel free you can interrupt me or if you want to comment or ask a question because i know the universe it's i, I do have a script here but I, if you have a question i can answer it okay yeah exactly okay, great all right if you're ready please by all means a a m okay <laughs> all right the scene is an office cubicle Yoshi is especially anthropomorphized, anthropomorphized here, anthropomorphized, I'm not sure which, but Yoshi is especially anthropomorphic here. He's wearing a suit and tie. He normally has four fingers, but for this fan fiction, he's got five fingers. On uh, each hand. On each hand. Okay. He's typing furiously, working on the big project. He's using his fifth finger, a pinky, to hit a number of the buttons, including semicolon, P, question mark, enter, caps lock, and both shifts, he types on 135 words per minute net. It's very impressive for a dinosaur, especially. Mm-hmm. God damn this rat race, says Yoshi. It's tough being out here in the real world, in a real world scenario. At this point, Dr. Mario enters the cubicle. He Hell is yeah. Quit- <laughs> Shout out. He has no quit being deal. a doctor and is now a mid-level manager for the big corporation. He still carries around pills, though, because he's addicted to oxycodone on the, low down, on the down low. <laughs> Yoshi, do you have the annual report for this year yet, says Dr. Mario. Listen, doctor, I'm swamped here. I came in both weekend days, and I still haven't gotten to the annual report yet. Besides, the year has barely started. The clock on the wall says January 11th. Yoshi, I don't give a single F what time of year it is. I want that report on my desk by 5 o'clock yesterday. Also, time is a flat circle in this fan fiction, says Dr. Mario. <laughs> now, let me ask this. Like, so, Dr. Mario still demands to be called Dr. Mario, even though he is no he longer a degree. medical professional. Yeah, I mean, he's so, he, was, he wasn't kicked out of the field. He is still... Yeah, it's he, like could, how, he could practice know, medicine. Yeah, Ben Carson was running for president, but they still called him Dr. Carson, because he's, you know, he's got right, the... But like, yeah, he, I, yeah, I guess Mario doesn't have a last name. Unless Mario is his last name and Super is the first name. No, it's name. Mario Mario. Oh. It's like Kelly Kelly. Okay. It's a lot like Kelly Kelly uh, for Mario. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, if go I, on. A, okay. Dr. Mario storms out of the office, high as F on the painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> Game & Watch walks into the office. In this fan fiction, he's just a tall black man. Because his character is defaulted as black in Melee... However, 
him being black doesn't predispose him to any stereotypical assumptions about black people in the workplace. <laughs> He's just a normal coworker, and if you figured otherwise, you're the racist, not me. <laughs> oh shit, I was going to say hello, but I forgot that I had some work to do. See ya, says Game & Watch. Game & Watch exits the room. I mean cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> Next, walking right past Game & Watch, Cactuar enters the cubicle. Oh hell Cactuar yeah. the, the man. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, the man, Cactuar, enters the cubicle. He is a consultant that the company has brought in for the big project. His hair is dyed silver and spiked 10 feet high into the air. He's wearing a miniature replica of Big, Bl- big Ben on his wrist as a fully functional wristwatch. He is wearing velour sweatpants and snakeskin boots. His leather jacket is half unzipped, revealing a Ken Griffey Jr. jersey <laughs> underneath. He wears <laughs> platinum weighted anklets. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Yoshi? I have some important documents that I think you'd like to see, but keep this hush-hush, okay? There seems to be some shady stuff going on at the corporation, says Cactuar. Yoshi motions for the documents. Cactuar hands the documents to him. Yoshi begins to read the documents. His eyes pop open comically large. Normally, he's very anthropomorphic in this fan fiction, but in this instance, his eyes are especially large, like a cartoon. Oh, my motherfucking God damn it. <laughs> shady is putting it lightly, lightly, more like very shady. And maybe even that isn't fully conveying it, says Yoshi. I know, right? I talked to Bladewise, and he's convinced that this goes all the way up to the top. That's right, all the way up to our co-CEOs, the Ice Climbers, responded Cactuar. Even Popo? I've always suspected Nana, but Popo, no mother fucking way shrieked yoshi (laughs) you think he's sitting there oblivious in the dark like a fucking bat you think he's just sitting there hanging upside down in the dark like a goddamn bat or something well i've got news for you yoshi you're the one in the dark popo is complicit to these atrocities at best and sitting by idly while the world goes to shit is just as bad as being the one that does the shitting said cactuar pretty angrily you're right cactuar sighed yoshi He goes on. But is there really anything we can do about it? We're just two regular guys. Even if we did share these documents, no one would ever believe us. Ah, let's just forget it, Yoshi. Keep our heads down. Keep cashing those paychecks. The whole goddamn system is corrupt, and the best we can do is look out for ourselves. So, do you want to play some Melee, says Cactuar? Yoshi pulls out a GameCube and CRT from under his desk. He clocks out for lunch so as not to get reprimanded for playing on company time. They turn on the game and begin to play. In the fanfiction universe, it's a cool twist where the characters in the actual game of Melee are the gods from real life, and also some celebs like D1 or MVG Greg. It's a fun twist because it's like the opposite of us, kind of, in this world. The two of them play several games and make a few chuckle-worthy remarks where they seem self-aware about the fact they're in a fanfiction. Yoshi looks at the camera and winks, and Cactuar unsips his head, revealing an alien head <laughs> underneath the end. All right. Right, wow. that's my first fan fiction. What do you guys think about that? I think I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like you know this melee thing. You know, I mean, it may work out now, but I think what you really need to do, you know, not keep all your eggs in one basket. I think this is your career. I don't want to. You know, you say this is your first fan fiction, and you could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. You could have fooled me. At least three of us. The part. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to. I have been storyboarding fan fictions for years. Uh, this is the like first one I've actually written out, though. You've mustered the courage for. Let me ask you, why Cactuar? 
I mean, there are a lot of other people. Um, why him? Cactuar just, uh, he stands out to me. He's iconic. Um, he, when I think of- when I think of melee, I think of just Cactuar's face. That's just what pops up. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the part of it that I liked is that in the beginning, it was what the f because it showed restraint, <laughs> it showed an unwillingness to cross that line. But you could see as the stakes got higher. I mean, as I was getting more excited, I well, like you. I prefer to type, you know, f or, uh, man. This this effing thing or this or that you know, but eventually I can't hold back and it just you know I type that word and uh, I'm ashamed, but it you know I, it's my <laughs> oh, it, you can't it, it you, gave, can't, you don't want to lie to yourself. Course, you type yeah. it out, yeah, you gotta say it. It. Gave, it gave me like it made me feel like I was next to you, like I understood, like you, I was in that cubicle learning exactly. about this tragic event. You know what else? Back. Much like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, we don't know. What exactly. Saw exactly. On that document, and we may never know. I think it's. I think the first thing we need to establish is whether or not this is the actual sequel to Pulp Fiction or not. Right. Because that, you know, that's. I mean, you know, that Quentin guy. Uh, I did get his blessing here, uh, and I told what I said. <laughs> the way I put it, you know, it's it's in the same universe as all, all the Pulp Fiction movies are in the same universe, and this resides in that same universe, obviously. And Quint was uh, a little hesitant at first, but. Uh, when I, you know, I wrote that ten thousand dollar check, and he changed came around. And also, one one final thing. Kudos to you for. I mean, it's called low hanging fruit. You set a melee fan fiction in an office setting, and you didn't <laughs> include Donkey Kong, who famously is the only character in the whole series that has an office attire. Um, almost, almost as good as your ties, Anthony. <laughs> Dude, my ties are sick. I he's fucking, fucking today. He's wearing like a black and white button-up with like this fucking like royal purple. It's pink, thick tie. It's a really, it's, it's a pink like polyester tie. But everyone, everyone sees that and they're like, "Dude, nice tie." Dude, I mean, they're, they're all fucking they're making with me, fun of you. It's like when the kid, it's like when the handicapped kid in the class walks out of the bathroom with his jeans on backwards. They're like, "Sick, dude." That's exactly <laughs> what that was. Be honest with yourself. I should write you into the the next chapter. Yes, yes. Which, I, I mean, I do work in an office, and I have works that dope cube. ties, so, you know. And his boss <laughs> does kind of do coding every once in a while. Not addicted. <laughs> he wouldn't say addicted, but, you know. So, Jim Jim, what, um, what, besides writing fan fiction that touches the hearts and minds and reveals universal truths about the human experience, what else have you been up to, dude? I like to, I'll just work on calligraphy, like any sort of... <laughs> Like any sort of writing I can do, you know, right. typing or... The, the mere act is enough. Yeah, and it, it's, it's the expression of words, no, even if it is not... Art doesn't have to be uh, pure or true necessarily, so it's just really about me typing or writing words, and it could be a random string of words too, but then mostly, yeah, writing, physically writing or typing. Cool, cool. Do you copy stuff down sometimes? Um, I will... If someone, you mean like if someone says to me, I'd like dictate it or? Well, like, okay, for instance, in fourth grade, do you guys remember the Captain Underpants uh, books? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as any man should. So I, I, uh, I, I like those books. And in fourth grade, I wrote a short story for an assignment um, that used, I think it was the second book, had this very, very long word um, for like a machine that the, the boys, the Captain Underpants used or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I took this word and I used it. 
in my short story. And I also used the concept that it was like a machine that copied things like physically or something. I don't know. It's kind of ironic now that I think about it. But so I write this story. The teachers think I'm a... Ter- do you know the term meta? It's like so meta. It's so meta. It was <laughs> so meta. That? Oh my God. It's fu- I was sick, dude. <laughs> no, as a, so the teachers fucking loved it. They thought I was a genius, actually. <laughs> And yeah. they, they submitted my story to like the uh, like the gifted boys like coalition, and uh-huh. I actually was chosen to read my story at the at like in Aspen at like a, in front of like adults. Human they beings. Thought, they thought Jesus. I was like a genius because I came up with this idea in my story. This is not made up, by the way. But I just co- I just fucking plagiarized it. <laughs> I just copied Captain Underpants, and no one caught on. I can't. Yeah, I can't believe one person didn't stand up in Aspen. Not a single like, person. Someone is just going down the slopes next to you, and he overhears that one word, you and f- he just like screams out "fraud." You fucking, you son of a bitch! I, I, think, I think the most, the, the funniest part of this is, you know, in the world where someone calls you out like an adult male, like do you still admit to them that it's from Captain Underpants, like then and there, or do you like? Call no up the fraud. Yeah, you have to. I think you have to kind of like keep it on the DL that you know what it's from. Dude, this but. has weighed on my heart for a long time. Like, <laughs> glad you could get it out. You if know, someone comes up to, to me and is like, "You were the fucking guy," and I read Captain Underpants, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to cause a scene. I don't even think they would have to say anything beyond "You were the fucking guy," and you're, you would immediately know what he's talking <laughs> it's about. Just like, go white with fear, like, oh god. Yeah. He just what, holds, just holds up the book after he says that. <laughs> But what I was trying to to get across to you is that you uh, you can just copy stuff down, dude. You can just take stuff that other people have written and write it as your own. They should really make a law against that. They'll like you for it. You can tell a really funny story. My uh, my debate coach in high school, his like fucking his like cousin's son or some shit was in Harvard or some Ivy League school and had like a four point oh going, and I think it was like the very beginning of his second semester of his senior year, he got caught plagiarizing a paper, got everything taken away. He'd been getting like a full ride to go there too. Got that taken away. And he had to go finish his final two years because he had to do an extra year because the credits wouldn't transfer at some like rinky dink ass private school in like New Hampshire. So uh, be wary kids. The, yeah, that's, that's not also, really a funny story, Griffin. Yeah, thanks, Griffin. I mean, you <laughs> know, we had this a, vibe going. A we tragic. Had I think we've got different. That's so funny to me, though. <laughs> Griffin, this you kid who had, he had everything going right for time. him, but he was just too fucking lazy to do one thing legitimately and got everything taken away. That's beautiful. That's I the love beauty that. of life in Griffin's eyes, boys. I mean, that's pretty it's, much. That's, that's actually wonderful. our new bad melee slogan. Uh, we're gonna adopt it pretty soon. Uh, all three of us are getting tattoos. Jim, if you, if I again, if I can call you that. Uh, if you want to join in, uh, it's just going to be like Thug Life Tupac-esque, but what he just said actually right there. So you're invited. Really the entire story? Yeah, the whole story. I mean, comic sans I got enough chest. I got enough chest to go around, boys. Okay, <laughs> I, I can do the calligraphy on the Thug Life. Yeah, you can. Yes. You've been, you've been practicing. I can do the tattoos. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you say you got into the gifted program for that? I didn't. I was tooting my own dick a little bit, but I was already in the gifted program. Like many uh, in suburbia. I was gonna say I got into mine because I did a car puzzle correctly. But, hey, dude, some like those cars are co- those cars are complex. Need bro. to like 
move cars around to get the green one to go through the hole, and I did it amazingly. And my teachers were like, "Wow, it was more going places." It was more like a one-off thing. Like it was like I was chosen. Like they they put my me to attention to like gifted. Like I w- I shared a stage. I went up, and it was like this gifted kids showcase. And there was this other kid, like a year older than me, that played like saxophone, like a fucking <laughs> amazing jazz musician. <laughs> And all I did was read this fucking plagiarized story. <laughs> quite the yeah, so. quite the uh, story. Thanks for thanks you should for have taken me. it like next year, came back and like uh, <laughs> played the saxophone, but like really <laughs> vanilla it. Like yeah, I don't just, know, like, like I don't tape. even know what it's called when you don't actually play an instrument, <laughs> but like there's a recording of it. Yeah, like a lip sync, but not with my yeah. voice. That like would, a, a saxophone, and sing. they'd all be just sure. like, "Wow, this is—he's amazing! Is he? I can't believe First this is he's playing the exact same song that the guy played last year. <laughs> it's I'm a recording high. of that guy from last year, <laughs> like not even high quality. You know what I mean? Like like a like a phone recording of a fourth grader, like you know that. <laughs> the tape goes on like a little bit too long, and you hear yourself <laughs> reading the story at the end. of <laughs> And you have to act like you're lip syncing that as well. Right, right. <laughs> you're self-aware. Holy shit, a dual performance. This kid's incredible. Yeah, they would just like clap clap their hands and just like Run be in it. awe. Wow, this kid's going places. At 25 <laughs> years old, I'm I'm talking to internet people about video games. So, so, uh, so and, Flimmy. And barely Flimmy. talking about video games. Yeah. <laughs> Not even doing Who's... that one. <laughs> Flimmy, talking about Melee here. How, how, how do you expect to do at uh, Battle of the Five Gods? Um, well, uh, there is that, that rule where if you sleep, if you are able to take someone's hotel room that is supposed to be in the tournament the next day and you can emerge from their hotel the morning of the event. So I'm, I think I can get in there and take yeah, hugs. I mean, that's what, that's what we were taking into account right. beforehand. You know, like we knew that you would at least get there through the hotel method, the colloquial known. Hotel Actually, method. I'm sorry. We cannot allow you to take hug spot because he's been on the podcast previously. That's required. Yeah. You got to get somebody we need, else. Okay, we need that representation. <laughs> Maybe I would look. greatly. No, I would greatly no. appreciate you take S fat spot. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Why specifically him? Uh, his eyebrow piercing. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, but you don't understand. I have to come out with an, a pierced eyebrow. That's true. Oh, and then once that I happens, have to go, I have to go into okay. his hotel room and put on all of his clothes. I have to. Yeah, I have to put on any piercings, and he might the- have he might have piercings that I don't know about. That's true. Oh, like if you're you willing, eyebrows never the first one. If you're willing to get your eyebrow pierced, I nothing. Your taint. Yeah, you know nothing. You nothing have to become JFAT. That is, you know, well, it's actually, my dad. All right. Okay, so we'll do. Who who is the most replaceable person? Who the most like bland that he could just walk in and become and then walk out? Are we all typing right now? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just mad. <laughs> the the my God. See here. Uh, I would say X, but you would have to become an ethnicity I'm not sure of, and I'm super <laughs> nice. I, I Samoan, whatever he is. Is he black? I don't know. <laughs> like I really I'm I, not I, sure. I think he's like half black, maybe half maybe he's a he's a mix of half and I half. think he's a Hispanic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he Hispanic? but his name is like Jeffrey I'm Williams. Max sure is one hundred percent a black man. He's not <laughs> sorry, Hispanic. but he <laughs> just <laughs> is. I don't know. I, I think he's like I the best of every I don't know what color is. Jim Jim, you could put a power drill into your temple. Enough mm-hmm. not to kill you, 
but uh, and then you could just be Nintendo. Go on. <laughs> I'm interested. You've said, you've said enough. Like I'm on board. <laughs> you had me at power drill. Yeah, and then you could emerge from the hotel room as Nintendo, and then you would be. Uh, that's a pretty good bracket, I think. Do you think Nintendo could, if you put makeup on him, he could play Frankenstein, Frankenstein in a play? He, could, he legitimately he looks could play like a, a lobotomized patient from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest when he plays. <laughs> Just He looks completely vacant, like he's had way too much electroshock and then got part of his brain put play a drill in. Yeah, I, don't... It, I mean, you want to? You could make him, You could. he could play a GameCube in a Melee play. He, any inanimate object, I think he could really just kill. <laughs> First Melee you have the play. dance of the Nintendudes where it's him doing an interpretive dance of a game. It's literally just him spinning, like replicating the disc inside <laughs> of him on the ground. And then he vomits at the end with no expression and just walks off stage. Let's write that. You know what? Let's take that out of the podcast, boys. That's too good to be out in the world. We're going to keep that one. Keep that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to phone him up. Let's see. Okay, you could be ice. You would just have to be German and handsome. I mean, and you've already got handsome. You're already, you're already German, so. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the handsome thing. Uh, no go. No go. I mean, morally, I'm, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's just fair. Yeah, I am also not morally handsome. Well, I mean, okay, past that, let, let's say you assume the identity of one of these 20 schmucks. Um, what are your proposed sort of, how do you think you're going to do? Because, I mean, you're going to pick the young Ness. Yeah, I got to pick Ness. Well, no, here's what I'll do. I'll look at these groups. I'll see which characters match up, you know, the, the, like the 80-20 Ness uh, yeah. matchups in favor of Ness and yeah. try to go that route. Um, group A is looking pretty good. Um there's no Sheik or Captain Falcon or Marth in there. So I think I'd have to go Group A, and I will have to take S-Fat's spot. And I'm, I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, take man. the piercings as well. <laughs> I mean, um, saying cool. plural. Yeah. Just okay. make sure, report back, because now I'm fairly certain S-Fat has a testicular piercing. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's, you'll, that's you'll, like, pretty like much a Like his testicle? Like no, his no, like the, uh, the, the sack. What's, right, the, yeah. what's that called? No, Stroke. it's through his testicle, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Play like yourself. four inches long. <laughs> it's, it's it, oh oh that's so gross. I was gonna say they're gauged. Oh, keeps fuck. It, keeps his house. Oh, he keeps his oh, house key on it. Vile. Oh, fuck. That's so gross. Yeah. Well, no, I you think know you someone really out there probably S that has that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll look if through his testicular gauge. Yeah, I will look through his jewelry, jewelry box and report back. <laughs> yeah, see what we've got. See what's next, on our uh, plate. Next up on the podcast, Sfat's coming on. Uh, unrelated to the testicular piercing, he's just going to come on and talk. You know, just going to say things about where he gets them, why he gets them. So just up. <laughs> I feel like there's literally no one worse we could bring on the podcast besides Drugged Fox. Yeah, I, I think he. That, well, I don't know. Maybe he's like lit. When he's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't mean that. I bet, because like I've heard Sfet's actually like a super cool, funny guy. No, I'm sure he's I just mean in terms of like, I would literally just have to ask him about his eyebrow piercing. <laughs> I don't know the time that exists, and like ask. just how many screenshots I have of Twitch chat saying he looks like a molester because of his facial hair. Just a molester in general, not uh, child. Just in general, <laughs> just one who well, molests. At least, yeah, at least he's got like, that going for him. No, it's not <laughs> child. Like, I literally saw one which was like he is a pan pedophile or not pan uh, pan <laughs> panophile panophile yeah. he's a pan molester Just, in that he will he holds no judgments on gender fluidity on your <laughs> biological sex he simply wants to molest that's that was 
that was what I gathered from it. So yeah. I'd have to ask about that. Insight, insight. What a guy. I think you, I think Jim Jim, you would do really well um, because Ness's forward air, if you guys didn't know that, is is pretty, it's good because it hits a couple times. Yeah, it'll hit, it'll, it will, it'll hit you. It'll hit you. You get it like, it goes like, beep, 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 beep. like if I was on a shield, that's like, it's very good. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Nice. I mean, yeah. if, if you haven't I, seen. Oh, sorry. You you go ahead. I'll, I'll, well, I'll, I'll. I, yeah, I see all these foxes um, in Group A. So these foxes are trying to come in. Just wall them out, baby. You wall them out, dude. You hit <laughs> yeah. that that if forward you seen, air. It's that simple. A Jim Jim set. Um, he actually so he plays Ness obviously uh, secondary Kirby, but that's on the down low. Uh-huh. And uh, for the most part, guys, he actually only uses forward air. So it, you know, there's there's not a lot of movement options. But you know what? Once they once they come in, they don't come out, as they say. So that's uh. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're joking, but I do like heavily rely on four. <laughs> no, no, no. So listen, this was that, not. That's actual... actually true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not playing Ness for nothing. I mean, yeah, you're Ness without a forward air is like it's, a human being without it's like, like it's like fucking anything without that piercing. <laughs> without man. the eyebrow piercing, it's not the same guy. <laughs> you want to? You want to know some? Since he's like, he's, he's got like Ness that, at that point, his performance has skyrocketed. Like <laughs> literally, the only bad turn he's had with that was Dreamhack Winter or Dreamhack whatever the fuck in uh, Sweden. Literally everything else has gone well for him. It's a, so. it's a, it's symbolic of newfound competence. You're That's not going to wear that. And also 2003 and a PlayStation 2 and a Slipknot CD. That's It's symbolic of those things. I thought we well. said it was corn. <laughs> yeah, corn. I mean, are they any different? That's a lot more of a corn piercing, not a Slipknot piercing. <laughs> um, so. I do I do want to talk, though. I went to a tournament, and this is uh, it, over over the weekend, and I played in teams, and I never play in teams. I know, Jim Jim, you really like teams. It's true. That's Samus. Samus, let's go. And uh, I, so I play, and I play with this legendary player from uh, Claremont. It's called V Money. He's a memer extraordinaire. Um, he's been playing for a very long time, and so we're playing, right? I'm Falco Marth. Uh, he's Marth. Worst team fucking imaginable. <laughs> uh, we go up against this pretty hard team of these two guys. I fucking. We, we get shit on the first game. Second game, we clutch it out. Third game, take him to Pokemon. It's like a fox uh, chic team. We fucking got him, dude. We fucking wow. got some young fucking early stocks. Shit's going off. Shit's popping off. My friend, Victor, can combos the fox on his last stock. All that's left is a chic on one stock. It's lit. I'm like, holy shit. I get so excited that I run off the stage and down air... My Marth teammate. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, fuck. You can see it in the VOD. I say it very loud. And I'm really upset. And my teammate's totally cool. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. You got this. You got this. Because the Sheik's at like 60 and I'm at zero. I'm like, okay. And then I just look at the sheik and i'm like i don't know how to play this game and i and i i tell him no i don't got this and he's like don't say that and i'm like no i don't got this and i'm like losing in neutral as i'm telling him i don't got this dude he's like don't say that jesus i literally a story. down set down smashed gimped and that's it and we lost the fucking set you should have done the the, the moon dj nintendo where you just Switch gave him yeah, baby. just give him the <laughs> controller like, like, hey man all right handle this. you know what to do so so we lose or, that. Or, or the trick where he stands behind you and he pretends that his arms are your arms what's <laughs> yes. the lesser known my, dj nintendo moon. yeah it's like with those dog gifts as well. It's like the dogs <laughs> eating with human hands. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we go to losers. Um, Jim Jim, 
you've been playing a long time. Uh, you got any salty stories? Any team stories? Anything? I mean, you've been you've been you've playing got a the, young you've boy. Got that one fucking low tier hater who the little the little dude yeah. from Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> what? With all the numbers. Oh, you guys, you guys don't know it. I feel like I've talked about it a lot, but I, I will talk about it again. <laughs> if people want to yeah, hear. I, it. I don't it's, even. It's so I don't funny. know what it is. It's it's hilarious. It is really. All right. On the record. Um, so I, yeah, I did, I made it out of pools in Genesis. So winners it's or like, I went through in losers. I lost to L in winners finals, the Alvin uh, dude from, I think, NorCal. Was this, uh, the Fox. Was this round one? Of, I'm sorry, I missed it. Was this round one of pools or round two? I made it through round one in losers. So it was round okay. two. I, yeah, my first uh, set on day two. And it was a guy, and his name was, uh, DK main or Donkey Kong main and I was like oh man this can't be is he really a Donkey Kong main I was kind of hoping he was because like it's easy to just assume that someone that plays a bad character is bad even though I play Ness um, <laughs> so it turns out he's a Marth and uh, I beat him pretty easily like double two stock or whatever and he's just he's almost he's willfully not adapting to, to Ness <laughs> he's like as a, a form of protest I will not learn what i'm doing wrong i'll continue <laughs> doing the same things because it should work or it would work against you know high tier or whatever um and i i playing ness i feel like i do because he's not so great i try to i actually do try to be tricky about things like i'll spot dodge like five times in a row sometimes like <laughs> they'll just keep grabbing and i'll keep spot dodging until they grab me like over and over or i'll spot dodge twice and then like back air like when they try I'll try to predict when they're not, when they're going to wait and try to grab me after a spot dodge um, or something like that. And so I beat him the first one. I think I hit him with a PK uh, flash uh, in the first one. And I, like game two, it was Pokemon Stadium and there was a transformation. We both, of course, go, it's like the rock transformation. So I'm just PK thundering over the top and he's trying to power shield these PK Thunders, but he's missing <laughs> half of them. So he takes like 30%. And he's getting madder and madder. Like, but he keeps doing it. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it, he seemed like he wasn't that... He was not, he's not a bad player by any means, but he just like was getting mad and being real, um, very impatient. So it ends, and I was like, uh, good, good match, man, or whatever. And I put my hand up to shake, and he, he won't shake my hand. He's like, he just says, fuck you, dude. And I was like, fuck Whoa. me? <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, you beat me with Ness. Like, good job. Like, okay, you great. <laughs> beat me with Ness. And I was like, you are Marth. <laughs> like, you, are we playing the same game? <laughs> you are equally high on the tier list as I am low. Like, it's like polar opposites. Um, that might be true. Like, exactly the same amount. I don't know. Um, and... He's like we'll it's it not. We'll it he's like time. it's not the same if, you know, like you're playing a low tier. Like that's not a real win or whatever. And <sighs> he he finally he takes my hand and like shakes it and like throws it down. Like he angrily shakes it. Oh, I've gotten that before. Uh, too. He throws your hand because I <laughs> guess. Wow. It's like the aggressive handshake, like dismissive, but I still have to do this anyway. Like, but yeah. also it was like thirty seconds. 15 seconds after my initial offer for a handshake, that had expired. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no longer yeah. offering Confront, a handshake. Not say. But he's like, I'm being a dick, but I don't want to be too much of a dick. I better grab his hand and throw it they, down. They're, they're opposites <laughs> on the tier list by one. Okay. So. Oh, my God, dude. And, uh, I mean, he just, like, 
I don't know. It got outsmarted. That really upset him. And we we like right when we unplugged our controllers. There's a lot of people like Mango and Abate, or they're like hanging around. I don't know if they're like watching us, but like, like it's oh, like a lot on. of people. And he's like uh, yelling at me, and he's you know it says says the win. It's not a real win or whatever. Um, and I he hopes I feel good about it. Um, Jesus Christ! And I, <laughs> I was say yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I beat a Marth. That feels pretty good. Like it's not yeah. easy to beat Marth. Um, and he was also in round two of pools at Genesis three. Like that's yeah, that's, like a, a, that's a decent Marth, right? Like yeah, which means he's not awful. He's right. a shit bag, but he's not terrible at the game <laughs> for sure. So um, he storms off, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" Like everybody around is like, "What? what that is bullshit." So. You know, I have to calm down, and then I play my next match a little bit later, and I play a, a Sheik. Um, his name is Yoshi. <laughs> his handle was Yoshi. <laughs> the fuck and is he, going on? And I was like, I was like, okay, I can work it's with a Yoshi. novelty pool. I was like, I, I can beat Yoshi, but then he's Sheik, like my le- the worst matchup. Exact uh, opposite of what you expected. Like, if there's there's that. Yeah. So he, uh, I'm playing the Sheik. I win game one. Uh, very close game two. Lose it. And... I don't realize it, but my friends tell me, uh, games two and three, Donkey Kong Main has come up behind me. He's standing behind my chair with his hands on the top of the chair. Like, he is directly behind me watching the match. Like, Jesus. Fuming. And my, my friend apparently said, okay, th- this guy, Yoshi or whatever, he was not chain-grabbing me with Sheik. And I was like, I don't know if this is like out of principle or if he just <laughs> doesn't know how. And my friend said to someone else, one of my other friends, like, oh, it looks like this guy doesn't know he can chain-grab Ness. And DK Main says to him angrily, Sheik can't chain-grab Ness, which is like he can chain-grab him to like 60 uninterrupted. <laughs> um, so, so just an unequivocally false statement. Yeah, just, just he's what got you the, hear. the best chain grab possible. Um, <laughs> and I would like we, I would know for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I lose that one. That guy's very gracious, you know. Like, uh, so I walk off. I'm talking to my friends. I'm still coming down. Like, okay, I'm knocked out of the tournament. It's been a weird day. And then <laughs> I'm talking to like five of my friends, and also Simna is there, like the really good Ness player. Um, like. And we're just chatting about whatever. And then Donkey Kong Main walks up. He, like, interrupts us mid-sentence. Like, we're talking about something else. And he's like, Jim Jam. He's like, $50 money match. And I was like, what? no. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Please he's like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> he's like, but, but listen. He's like, you cannot play Ness. You have to play a high tier. <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. And... He claims later that he said he was going to play Falco, but it's beside the point. Like, I didn't remember. I thought he just said, you play a high tier, but his um, standard was going to be, I have to play as any high tier, he plays Falco. And that that was going to, like, validate to him that yeah, he was, exactly. is better than me. What the fuck? And I was like, I was like, no, I'm definitely not doing that. I mean, <laughs> I've been no... A hundred attempts at that question, and I would absolutely never say yes to you. Yeah. I'm in no mood to do that. One, like, <laughs> there's a reason I almost always just play Ness in tournament. Like, I'm okay at other characters, but like $50, that's, that's crazy. And so he's upset that I won't do it. He's like, why? And I was like, the default position for taking a money match isn't, oh, yeah, I'll do a $50 money match. Like, you just decide my character and uh, we'll just start this whenever, man. You just get to pick everything. <laughs> yeah, so I, I say, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, you seem like, uh, like a not 
cool person. So whatever. <laughs> right, and uh, right. he, as he walks off, he says, "Like fine, if you feel good about your win against me, <laughs> what? Or if you can fuck? live with your win against me, that's or something like that." And I was like, "All right." Um, and then so I've someone I did an AMA on 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 Reddit.com. They someone asked about the Donkey Kong main story. I gave a very brief summary, and then someone posted a link to a different Reddit thread and to this guy and he's posting like he some salty response he had um where it, it's a regular occurrence now when he posts and bitches about stuff other reddit users will be like oh like that time you played jim jam like they'll just randomly say it <laughs> so i i look back through his post history that and he he posts like uh I, i'm gonna say 25 times every day um and i find some posts where he like uh, he goes off on super long tirade, tirades against uh, as, to, against people that play as Ness. <laughs> <What the laughs> like I wonder, um, and how so it's you know, literally just him yelling at like two people on the internet <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, he, you know, like two months later, he's still like posting about this. Um, I guess I am too because I will sc- I'll like screenshot his post and then tweet that. So yeah, it's <laughs> maybe far I'm not... far less pathetic on your end though. It's more <laughs> yeah. like, hey, look at this weird thing that's happening to me. <laughs> it's yeah. continually happening. That is nuts. Oh my god. So that that's by far the saltiest thing you've ever experienced and are still experiencing, I assume. Yeah, it's got to be the saltiest thing. I mean, like, there's just regular salt. There's this guy. Do you did you ever see the YouTube video of um. His name is Forte Freak, and he's playing against Cloudburst and Project M, and he like loses, and he immediately slams. Yeah, his those are out. Arizona guys, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I've seen that, I, yeah. his name is Chris Bell. He, he's actually a good guy, but so salty. You know, he gets so mad. He lost to like a Squirtle or something. I, I remember that video. Yeah, and the guy, the Squirtle is like, shake my hand, dude, and he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the Squirtle's like, man, I, he's like, I got better. Like, you got to give me that. And he, Chris is like. Forte Freak's like, no, you didn't get better. Like, he's like, you're I just suck. <laughs> yeah, I got way worse. Um, so <laughs> I'm actually the bad player. It's like, no, that's never what the realization will be. Like, that guy one time I was playing against him in teams and Project M, and he, I, he's another guy that's very stubborn where what he'll do, um, he'll just do the same thing over and over. So the spot dodge thing, he was like trying to tech chase me with Sheik, and he kept running up to me, but I would spot dodge just before, and I'd grab him. And uh, it was like losers finals or something at this small tournament. He paused the game uh, in the middle of the game. It was like game four or something, best of five. He just he slams his controller down, broke his controller, like permanently broke his God. controller, and forfeited the match. And it's like the only time I've ever beat him. So I feel like, I mean, you got like one win, you know. I. <laughs> I, like it's not that bad. I like you know, go on some like crazy run where he's like yeah. unbeatable. Do you think any of that is due? Like, does there just like this disdain with human beings who play the game against losing to Ness, or do you think it's more of like just a human being thing? You know, he's like just, I can't he's imagine. He's just a boy, dude. You don't want to yeah. lose to a boy, do you? It just it just seems odd that it's like you know. Yeah, it's boy, boy Fieri. It's, it's yeah. Guy Fieri's son. Is what you, oh my boy Fieri, gosh. dude. That's gotta in, be one in, of in Earthbound. His dad is Guy Fieri. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's canon. Fact. That's um, canonical. Have you have you played Earthbound? <laughs> Only a little bit. You I, haven't I, finished like, it? No. Oh my god. I, I think that's I think when I was picking up a character years ago, I think I did look at it and was like, Ness seem, seems like the the least uh, intimidating 
on some level, I think I chose him ironically, knowing nothing about any of the characters. Yeah. And it was just like, this is funny to play with Ness. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, Earthbound is a grind. I wouldn't recommend it if you don't have the time. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wanted to... I remember something about Evo. Okay, so at Evo, um, me and somebody in your room and somebody in my room knew the same man. Right? It was probably Mike-based young I think so. Yeah. And uh, he knew our friend Cody, uh, who Griffin has a history with. Um, (laughs) Cody loves me. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, we we end up going to Jim Jim Flim Flam's room, and uh, they're like playing teams on this setup in Melee. And uh, it was cool. Uh, uh, We start playing teams. I'm like, who the fuck plays casual teams? But whatever, you know, I'll play play Melee. I still don't like teams. But, and I, I... I turn and it all registers in my head after like three games. I'm like, you guys are the Smash Bros. guys. <laughs> and, and, and Jim Jim's like, yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. You guys are funny. He's like, I, I hope you weren't like in a bad mood or something. I, I, I remember playing, but I can't remember if we were like upbeat or if we were just like, oh, we're tired, just playing doubles, not You talking. guys were actually pretty tired, but like you weren't like in a bad mood. You were just like existing as as boys in the you world. You play the game that right. we all love, yeah. yeah. And, and so that was cool. And so... All right, so this is where it gets. I kind of I wanted to ask a couple questions to Jim Jim. <laughs> we, we leave our setup in the room. I, me and my friend Scott, we went to like go get food or some shit, and we leave our setup in the room. And uh, we we assumed everyone would just kind of stay in the fucking room um, playing melee, but apparently there was like this party and this this secret. I'm about to crack this shit open. There's a, <laughs> there was this secret fucking like top player like old school smash fucking party that took place in like the presidential suite. Yeah, dude, that was floor. That's the best thing I've ever experienced, probably at a tournament. So this this party is like bumping. Like you wouldn't think these are fucking video game players like it was there were like chicks in black dresses there was liquor it was like legit and it's in this like presidential suite marble it's like the top floor yeah. yeah it was beautiful and so um anyway our, we we go to your room like someone i think it was blaya in there blaya and nun or something or no it was it was after that even someone is in your room and they're like yeah they're fucking gone <laughs> they took your setup i think they went to this party um i think it's on the top floor and we're like fuck we're, we're we were trying to leave yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I got to get my setup. So we go up to this top floor. Um, we have to hang out outside of the door because we hear we hear the party going on. <laughs> but we knock on the door and it's just the music's too loud it's and so no loud. one can hear. Yeah. So we're, we're just like sitting outside of the fucking door like we're weirdos, like waiting to get in. <laughs> but we have a real reason because like we got to get our setup. We got to go. This is the saddest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it actually, it wasn't exclusive, but we just didn't, it, we didn't like post it on Melee It On Me or anything. Right. But it wasn't yeah. like... In my opinion, like if you if people showed up, we were like letting them in. I yeah, think. exactly. Like so, when me and Scott did the the door finally opened, and we go in, and it's this fucking party, and it's like, oh my god, this is like the melee royalty, just like all hanging out in one place. And there was like hella setups everywhere, and the, people were like, I don't know if they were like dancing and shit then, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was lit. <laughs> it was straight up. And uh, so anyway, we go. And we go up to you guys. You guys are still playing teams, which was <laughs> so <laughs> precious. We were playing teams the whole time. Yeah. We were playing teams the whole time, even while they were transferring the setup. Yeah. <laughs> Uninterrupted. Just, like, just, car- just carrying a battery pack, just like uh-huh. trying to hold Can't the CRT stop. steady. And so you guys are playing teams, and we go like, hey, guys, we, we got to take the setup. And you're like, oh, shit, okay. And then you finish your match, and, and then – 
we take the setup and Scott's like, dude, we should stay. I'm like, no, dude, we have to leave. We have to, cause we had to like drive to California that, like, and get there in time for something. It's to pick up his dog or he'd have to like pay 90 more dollars or something. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we got to go, man. And he's like, all right. So anyway, dude. that, that was from my perspective. Now you, this party, did you say the whole time? I want to hear about this. Oh yeah, party. man. I'll tell you the party. <laughs> so like, uh, Taj, like the Mewtwo player. Right. From Arizona. Ty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Same, yeah. That one Same person. <laughs> um, and this guy, Justin, who I often team with, he uh, he just booked this room like seven months in advance. And he's like, I know we can have a party here and everybody will come. And so Justin, one night, like $1,500. He spent $1,500, paid for the whole thing himself. Like he, he has a good job and stuff. So it wasn't like So you know, it huge. was that was like the rate for the night for the room? Yeah. I mean, it was oh like the, it was like top floor you know, party suite. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was high, high level shit. And so, and then Taj like bought all the liquor. He just like paid, bought like $600 worth of liquor and he was like being bartender. Um, <laughs> and so we were like, we got to get the word out about this party. So like, you know, strike up a conversation with like someone that is cool or famous and just be <laughs> like, Hey man, wait, what's up? We got a party later. Like slip it into the conversation. And, uh, so just like the word got out, and I probably not while you were there, but later. I mean, Armada, Leffen, Mango. No shit. No. Yeah. We, we didn't. They see all. Those guys. They all came. Armada was dancing, um, <laughs> so awkwardly, like bouncing up and down. I just uh, imagine he dances like the one kid from the Peanuts who did the thing where he like flaps his arms and like bobs his head from like he looks ninety degrees this way. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundred eighty <laughs> turns around. Basically, I imagine yeah. that. Basically it was. Oh, like D one came. Um so many uh like top fifty players or or whatever. Like almost, uh, of course like wobbles, um I don't know. I probably shouldn't just name drop um for like <laughs> fifteen right. minutes. We, yeah. Um Ed, you had to be there. It was sick. Let me talk about it. Yeah. And it 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 was awesome. Just uh you know, we would be drinking and then like there's so many setups, people playing. There was a big group of people dancing. I stayed till like six AM. Um the party was going. I mean, when I left at like five or six, it was like still people in there hanging out. Not a lot. But Did you play no. teams until six AM? <laughs> no, I, I, I stopped playing pretty soon because you'd have to wait for a long time to oh, get okay. on the setup. That was even and, uh, more painful when we took the setup by like, ah fuck. Yeah. yeah, you're making the party slightly worse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Man. Just gotta do what yeah, I thanks, gotta do. Uh, slight story. Uh, we actually hated the people who stuck the setup. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I mean, anything like uh, any cool like party shit happened? Did someone like piss off the balcony or like uh, fight? Uh, or, those balconies were mild. Those balconies were locked. They won't even let you go out there, so people won't piss off them or jump <laughs> off them. There's a sign on it said both no at the same time. That's upset. the best. God yeah. damn, pissing as you fall. Yeah, let's, um, let's let's go. Let's go. I, one, oh yeah, finished. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think one funny thing, Mango. He he had been like playing blackjack or something for hours. And what was the name of the, which uh, casino was it again? Do you remember the Valleys? Um, was that Valleys? Yeah. yeah. So Mango comes up. And uh, at like 2 a.m. or something. And he's like looking a little bit downbeat, obviously, because he played so shitty. Um, yeah, this was after finals when this yeah. happened. 
so yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night, and uh, he's wearing this Bally's hat, and he's got it kind of pulled down, like kind of low, like he's kind of creeping in there, and just to be like a jackass, I like walked up, and I was like, whoa, where did you get that hat, bro? Like, <laughs> we're, we're in Bally's, and he's wearing a Bally's hat, and I'm like, I, I got to know where you got that hat, that. man. And he just he just looked at me like yeah 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 <laughs> like okay all right man and then he just like fucking funny guy over here. yeah real funny <laughs> that's a, the idea of him just sadly playing blackjack for hours on end that's, and betting that's you know like betting like two hundred dollars it just fucking Not, drown sorrow he's yeah. like I gotta get this hat at least to commemorate I think it might have been a rumor but I was at the I was at the blackjack table after Evo as well and uh, I was playing and Juggle Guy was on the table and uh, TK Breezy and some other guys and they were like just just shooting the shit playing blackjack and um, Juggle Guy mentioned that Mango was down like eight grand <laughs> like, like after he lost and You're I was like, like shit th- I'm gonna tell everybody that cause that's really funny but I don't think it's true I don't know cause I, I heard uh, different accounts from people closer to Mango it's like yeah you didn't lose that much money anyway and that'd be so fucking annoying to like walk into a room and have everyone look at you and just everyone's heard different things and be like did you actually lose eight thousand dollars I just wanna drink and play a video game I know it's the price of oh, yeah, fame he- dude he definitely wasn't playing melee that night. Not, I mean, none of the gods were playing. I'm sure everybody was like, "Yo, play a friendly." Um, we did sh- like, I did. I don't know. Did shout shots with Armada. Armada's like, I, and I don't. I don't know him at all. This is just this one experience. But he, he's not as like, he's very like reserved or whatever. So he's not like the most fun guy to party with. I would say, but like very friendly and courteous. But he's just yeah. kind of like, okay, like you want to do a shot fine let's do it and then he just puts it down and like talks to someone else um, <laughs> this I feel is my like duty. You, you need one of those in like a large party because if everyone's just this like off the wall character type it gets you need a few neutrals in there to kind of like mellow everyone out that should you be know? your next uh that should be your next like square of like the uh you know like neutral good part <laughs> but it's like party, party. Just, party neutral <laughs> yeah I, I saw those uh that post you should Woo. definitely do partiers Yes, yeah. I mean, at least I at least want like a you know a sub credit. I'm not asking for royalties here, but you know a couple bucks, you know, just to let's put you in like size point five spawn. <laughs> yeah. The also, kind of thought of by this one person I kind of know. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, one other thing, the final thing. Uh, I remember like drunkenly saying to Ice, I was like, there there were like a lot of like girls there, and I was like. I was like, Ice, yo, you got this. You're super attractive. You could do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's like, No, 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 no. <laughs> like just. A German like accent. No, no, no. And <laughs> <laughs> complete yeah. dismissal of the thought. But uh, hold on, before we go, because I know Anthony no, no, wants to. No, no, I just I wanted to get to some the, our last segment, but no, you're oh, good. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Aside from the obvious answer of Norwalk uh, or anyone from Norwalk, who in the Smash community do you think gets down like goes the hardest in the paint when they drink? Hmm. Let's see. I don't know. I feel like uh, just theoretically, I, you don't need to like. Oh, just theoretically. I mean, yeah, Chillin's yeah. Chillin's actually got a resume. You know, like there there are boys in the scene that are historically have partied. But like, do you mean ones that like just kind of like what if Nintendo showed up to a party with like some fucking blow and was just like, <laughs> let's get let's get ripped, boys. Like and someone. also play ice climbers. <laughs> just uncoincident. I wanna uh, I, I wanna imagine that Ken. Um, yeah yeah absolutely just like yeah. sc- 
skulking around, just getting fucking like <laughs> pull, smashed. Pull some meth out of his New Balance and like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying who shows up with like the hardest. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, who do you kind of party, guys? like Wizro walks in with like black tar heroin. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm saying who is the most no. likely to end up nearly dead at the end of a night. Whose personality would lend? Because you know how you meet someone and you think this is probably a guy who, if I, if they have unlimited alcohol in from, they're probably gonna almost die. Like right. you've met those types of people, haven't right, you? Right. Yeah, well, maybe not. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still what 19, a, so I don't. I, I don't know why, but I feel like Doh. Um, oh yeah, could really <laughs> let loose at, like after a tournament. Um, I don't, or I could like I could see him dancing on a table. Right, maybe right. Bert, Slam more shade on his head. Down something already. Yeah. Button too tight, button up. Yeah, he just like flex it, you know, like pushes his chest out and just pops open that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Little buttons fly off, hit you in the eye. But, like, you can tell that it's practiced, right? Like he's done this with multiple shirts, like it's down to a science. That's what I'd it's, like to imagine. It's not even a button shirt, it's one of those like little metal, uh, <laughs> like snap like buttons. The 70s basketball, like what you imagine, like, yeah. you know, taking off all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it's someone like totally mild mannered. I bet like Swedish delight or something. <laughs> He's oh, in a yeah, frat, or like duck, so, no, duck, dude. <laughs> duck probably goes ham, dude. Now, I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm putting my money in on Swedish delight because you've got like. I don't. I don't mean to be like uh, you know stereotypical, but my experience is Asians have very low tolerances. So you've got Asian mild mannered, and he's in Play a frat- chic. He's in a fraternity at fucking, oh shit, Rutgers. And that's like, that's one of those schools where if you're going to Rutgers, you need to be drinking. Shut up, you frat boy cocksucker. All right, guys, amateur hour, I know. Anyway, um, Jim Jam, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, Um, it was awesome. Thanks for having me. You know what's cool about you is I can never tell if you're in character or not. (laughs) Perpetually an enigma, and I respect that. I'm in character definitely this whole podcast. It's been I, like I turned the I, I was doing an impersonation of Robert Scribner with a voice, uh, but I was doing the Jim Jim character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or a character. Right. See, that's that's fucked up. I love that. Like, Are you wearing neon right now? I'm wearing neon pants. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Just but, pants. Uh, like a a, pants. a black a black shirt, like tasteful. Uh, somewhat form fitting and uh, gr- neon green pants. <laughs> somewhat form fitting. Amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, anytime if something ever happens to you, you get hit by a bus or like you decide yeah. to main Fox, anything yeah. that you feel is like, hey, I'll go on and talk to the boys about this one, you know, come on back, dude. Yeah. And we'll we'll, welcome uh, you with open arms. And if you do get hit by a bus, we'll give you at least, I mean, at least half of our ad revenue right now, which is about four, maybe five dollars. Yeah. So just anything, look forward. anything would help. That goes right to you. <laughs> anything you yeah. could give me would definitely help. <laughs> you know, buses don't exactly hit soft, so I understand, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you again for coming on. Um, also, follow, follow him on Twitter. Do all that dumb shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Promote, yeah. promote yourself here. I feel, I feel lame whenever I say that, but it feels like some sort like, like a formality. Like, I have to say it, because if I don't, it's like, it's like I'm telling people not to follow you if I don't say <laughs> don't it. Say it. <laughs> so, yeah, what a, like, what a fucking snub. Yeah, exactly. It's like... <laughs> I'm never going back on the show. <laughs> uh, I, actually, Jim Jam's tweets are like, I can tell, like, clo- earmuffs, Jim Jam. I can tell <laughs> he actually has a sense of, like, comedy and timing and sort of joke construction from his tweets they're actually the more funny like things that come out of twitter melee wise um so 
Shouts out for real. That's out. I, I still think your MVG business proposition is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever. Oh my god, that, that was legendary. So Just because, like, I could I could imagine myself doing that, and I'd like put the information there. But you you had like the shitty formatting and like the transitions, which What's like it? screwed with the pictures and the background. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks is I I made that in PowerPoint, and I it was amazing like it was way better there were sound effects constantly (laughs) but then i put it i was like i don't know anything about how to upload a presentation and have people random people view it so i was like i don't know google documents and like so i put it up there and it lost every transition and sound so i i did what i could i put more stuff in there but um maybe if i eventually find out i'll show you the remastered oh. version yeah like, yeah it, well what you, what you could do is you could do uh, a screen capture video of it with like yeah. the sounds playing on it and then sure. just post it as a video everyone a bug idea. jim jam for the unabridged <laughs> yeah. version of the legendary mvg bad mailing exclusive guys you heard yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll host that shit i'll do yeah. it yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll do it then no sure. give him the he gets the views yeah, exactly. it's for when he gets hit by the bus oh you yes. can put it you can it just it. goes on Google Docs anyways. <laughs> you guys can host it on your Google Docs. <laughs> he needs the yes. Google Docs ad revenue. Yeah, dude. That bus is coming for him. The bus is, yeah. Every day he's looking out for this thing. It gets a little closer every day. It's going so slow. Thank you. Good night. I don't fucking know.